Our feet have over 7,000 nerve endings in each foot. They are highly sensitive radars, informing our minds of endless experiences every second. I sometimes take my daily walk in minimal sandals, and over my routine mile-and-a-half trek, I may have one modest jolt of an unpleasant feeling, a rock or a gnarled root that catches my foot a bit, but the fuller experience of the ground beneath me is life. We aren't as separate from this big, beautiful world as we've convinced ourselves. Separatedness is a myth. We are united with the pulsing world and all that lives and dies here. This is something worth recovering, even if it comes with a pang of a sharp rock or two. A mile in today's shoes. Looking at modern footwear, it seems the goal has been to shut off our foot radar completely. Giant foam soles mean we insulate our feet from every sensation they might encounter. Shoes are praised for being comfortable and keeping us from all feelings, good or bad, while limiting the effort our feet are asked to make. Feet, by the way, are beautifully designed to strongly adapt to every angle and undulation of a walking surface while delivering second-by-second signals to our brains. All that lovely design for sensory experience be damned. We let it all go asleep while wearing pillowy casts. To be fair, we walk on manufactured services now more than ever in human history. My little path is an exception to my walking services the rest of the day. I contend some of that can be changed if we exert a little effort. For instance, maybe put this down right now. Free your feet. Let your toes spread out over the grass. That will stir up some memories. It's an experience that calls us back to carefree days long ago. I'll be here when you get back. Hey, I know my limits. I won't try to talk you out of your hokas. I know my limits. The multi-billion dollar shoe industry has sold us on shoes that narrow at the toe, the exact opposite shape of a human foot, and that we still need raised heels in shoes, entirely cosmetic and a holdover from the era of riding horses. It's impressive salesmanship. They tend to fix the problems they create. I won't undo the conditioned expectation of footwear. I merely want you to see how this same approach to unnatural protection from our experience is how we navigate our emotional lives, and it has spiritual implications. The insulation we use from our emotions takes many shapes. Recently, I heard someone say, emotions can't hit a moving target. One way to not feel our feelings is to overschedule our lives stay on the move, or if, heaven forbid, we ever find ourselves stuck in the traffic of our calendar, we reach for our phones, doom scroll a bit to distract ourselves. There's a blessing to be found in fully feeling what we're feeling. The beatitude is, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Those who go the full route of their feeling find they're caught in the faithful arms of the comforter, fall short of that by avoiding it, and the experience of comfort doesn't come either. Running to escape takes many forms. Look, I won't talk you out of your emotional hocus either. Many economic forces stand ready to deliver you and me from all pain or temporary discomfort. I believe the rise of marijuana usage is partly due to our instinct to escape or insulate ourselves from our feelings. Longtime marijuana user Woody Harrelson famously backed away from regular use for this exact reason. 
He said, I wanted to be emotionally available to my family, to my friends. It was a good experience. The risk is worth it. Being open to the richness in our experience may mean surrendering to the occasional jolt of displeasure, but it will expand our lives to know the comfort we can enjoy. Ridding ourselves of things like anxiety or sadness isn't in the offering, but can you be with the experience knowing you're held? It may be the only way to know. Be well, feral souls.